an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, welcome to season three of the Stark Transformation Show. We are going to have a lot of fun this season. I have created a Patreon community where we can all connect. It is free to join and you'll have access to all the information that I have been looking at and sharing across platforms all in one place. And if you'd like to support me as a creator, there are two other tiers. One of those tiers is called Attitude of Gratitude and you will get daily inspiration from me as a private podcast Monday through Friday. The other tier gives you everything else I've mentioned Plus, this one is called A Force for Good. We will meet live on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can ask me your questions. I look forward to you joining my Patreon community. Let's get started. So there's a line that he says, is, he says, like, let the doors of dimension open to you. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with the literal explanation of that. I'm just going to open a door. I open the door, and on the other side is God. Like the energy of God. Like I didn't yeah. like see, you know. You felt it? Like what What? What made you? That's what I want to tell you. It's like, yeah. so I was immediately embraced. Mm, I immediately like was love. hugged. Yeah, like loved, hugged, and held for like a good five minutes. And I cried and cried and cried. It was so beautiful. I couldn't believe what I was experiencing. And then after like five minutes or so, God stepped aside and it was my angel team. And it was like six of them there. <laughs> That received me. And then they gave me love and they kept saying how proud of me that they were. And it was unbelievable. So I stayed there probably like five. I mean, you don't know what time is there. It's like, who freaking knows? Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. It's nice to see you actually recently. That was in super person. fun. We got to see you in Boulder or yeah. hometown. Yeah. Close enough. It was really awesome seeing you and Mark and meeting your friends, Lee and Karina. Karina. They're we sweet. We all had such an awesome time. They're awesome people. Yeah, they were fun. And I am interested in telling you about Dispenza now. <laughs> when we yes. met, I had to hold back. I know we were trying really hard not to like ask you too many questions because we wanted to save it for the podcast. There's just so much to cover and I'm so excited because as you know, I've been really into Joe Dispenza for the last few years. I've met a couple of people that have gone to his workshops. I think it's fascinating. I've already manifested I'm going, so I cannot wait to hear all these details. First, I wanted to just say back to podcasting. It's been a whole summer off. This is going to be season three, episode one. I'm excited to be back. I miss podcasting. I missed connecting with all of you and just letting you know the ins and outs of what's been going on. But I've been doing my own transformation. As I mentioned, I sort of went into like that cocoon phase over the summer, got real gooey in there, (laughs) started moving some stuff. So the dispenser retreat was in the middle of all that. And it was kind of perfect the way that it all worked out. I was able to take a couple of weeks at the beach, relax, chill. I had to do the advanced course for Dispenza, which is actually 23 hours of content, which is a lot. You know, I am somebody who does what I'm supposed to do. So I started listening to it. It was so much content that I had to listen to it at, at like 1.5 so I could get through it or 2.0. Very fast. Yeah, very, very fast. fast. But I understand a lot of the concepts. And obviously you can't do that with the meditations. He had a few meditations in there and I did not do the meditations because I just wanted to get through the content. There was one meditation I listened to a little bit. So anyway, Wait, I- Really quickly. So before yeah, sure. you go to the retreat, a prerequisite is that you take the advanced training. Yeah, they send it to you. Like they okay. send you a, a bunch of classes that he's already taught. So it goes over a lot of the concepts in which we talked about on this podcast. Some of it, you know, is a little new. 
I listened to it with Aiden, which was really awesome. I knew I had to do it. So I knew I was going to be sitting for a long time. Aiden was with me. So I allowed him to play Minecraft when he was listening and he loved it. So I would like pause it every once in a while and I would tell him like, okay, so do you understand what he's talking about here, this concept or that? So he wound up being super excited and actually wanted to go to the retreat. Yeah. So keep getting chills when you're talking about this, by the way. Oh, I'm telling you, there's many things that I've done in my life that have been spiritually transformative. And this has to be up there with probably the top or one of the top things that have mm-hmm. tra- that has transformed me. I'm talking about the actual retreat, right. the seven days where you feel like you're running a marathon if you do it like I do it. <laughs> I'm all in. Yeah, I'm always all in. And especially when it comes to this kind of stuff, it was very intense. It was very transformative. And I can't wait to tell you about it. Okay, here we go. Okay, so first of all, the when you arrive, then the is that like a big hotel? Is that a gay the Gaylord? The Gaylord. It was like the Gaylord. He has like a relationship with all the Gaylords where he can offer his retreat there or something like that. It's a beautiful hotel. It was right in Denver. So I, I was glad that I was just driving there and they were dropping me off then and Aiden. I actually stayed at the hotel because I had gotten some insider kind of information like that. It's very long days. One day you would start at 4 a.m. I'm just kind of the kind of person that likes to be up and ready and like not just like rolling out of bed and then stressing about traffic and things like that. I'm like, I'm going all in. And I did. They dropped me off and I was like, I packed a bathing suit. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to work out. I have my workout stuff. There was none of that, like until the last day, the first day and then the last day. They When they dropped me off and when they picked me up, we went to the pool. I did not work out that whole week except for, I mean, you walk everywhere. So you're walking back and forth to your room and all the walking meditations and things like that. So anyway, got plenty of exercise. But um, you start at 6 a.m. the first, no, every day, except every for the day. one day, which is 4 a.m. Okay. And then you end at 7.30. And the day before the 4 a.m., we ended at 6.30, I think. So you your dinner afterwards? I kind of just didn't have dinner a lot of times. Like I was eating a lot of snacks because by then, 7.30, you yeah. finally get to somewhere and you're eating at 8 o'clock and yeah. you got to order food, you know. Yeah. So it was ridiculous. Yeah. Long long days. days. So that's just like kind of like the ins and out of like what like was going on. But there's also this. (laughs) So I, when I arrived, you're sitting in the seats and he's like, Hey, you're about to do 35 hours of meditation this week. And I was like, 35 hours. Like I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I did not think it was 35 hours. So I was like, wow, what is that? I think it was like six to seven hours a day. Basically, I mean, because you're there five, six days, essentially, actually learning. Anyway, so what's nice about it is that he does like a two to three hour meditation and then you learn for two to three hours and then you take a break or whatever. And in between those, he offers breakfast and lunch. So you're always sitting with people who are also in your groups. So there's almost 2000 people there. And you're broken down by colors. There's probably like six to 10 colors. I don't even know. And so each group becomes smaller and you wind up seeing the same kind of people. You develop relationships with them and you it's just amazing. So it's a way to make it feel more intimate. Every meditation, you're laying on the floor or most of them. You're laying on the floor. You, bring, you have to bring a pillow. You have to bring an eye mask, a blanket if you want. You're trying to make yourself comfortable because you're in a room full of 2000 people, right? And yeah. trying to meditate and trying to release. And it sounds like it would be impossible, but it's not. I have been meditating for like 16, 17 years. Yeah. So for me, it was a little bit easier to block people out while you're meditating. And he's live doing all these things. Okay. It's incredible. And by the way, he's had complete upgrades recently. You can tell his voice has changed. What he's doing is just so beautiful. I actually truly love him. I know that sounds crazy. I'm like a groupie, but like, I love him. Like he gave us everything that week and I feel so blessed that I was there. I feel so blessed that I got to have the experiences that I had that he helped to facilitate those. But (laughs) when you're laying there and you're meditating, there are people releasing Mm -hmm. and they have various releases that they Mm -hmm. make Mm -hmm. in terms of noises. And so sometimes they're screaming, sometimes there's yelling. And sometimes there's orgasms, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Nobody orgasmed around me. And it's mostly women. I would say I, I, that's the only thing that I heard was the women. But it was great for them. Yeah. <laughs> and he warns you. I mean, he says that we're moving very sexual energy and we're releasing stuff and it can feel really good. I mean, 
I definitely understood that sexual energy that we were moving. Like I could feel it all week. You're heightening all your senses. For some people, they were able to take it to the next level, which is great for them. Yeah, good for Uh, them. But so I had some really incredible experiences I would love to tell you about because those were my spiritually transformative experiences. In fact, like I was just looking at my notes from all like the lessons that we were learning. Truly what I walked away from it with was just... This deep worthiness feeling, that was one of the things that really changed my life. I had a sense of worthiness, obviously, before. I I couldn't tell you, maybe it was an 8 out of 10 or whatever. But an 8 out of 10 is still like kind of like a not 0 out of 10. You can't be like partially pregnant, right? Like it's, I thought I felt worthy enough. But then Mm -hmm. I experienced in one of his meditations, and I wish I remember which one, but I bawled my eyes out when I felt the worthiness. And like, I made that shift, that complete shift. I had a feeling of like, how could I ever have thought anything different? And I know I see that when I work with my clients, like yeah. they, when you finally you shift laugh, and move you the energy. Laugh, but like, sometimes you laugh, like, how did I ever think uh, well, that before? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like how, so and silly. The, exactly. And uh, so I was so grateful for that. Like the tears were just streaming down my face and I was actually crying. You can, sometimes you do hear sobbing. And I, that was one of the things that happened with me. So that was that was particularly transformative for me, and it's completely shifted like the trajectory of my business and like the yeah the direction I'm going in and doing. That's cool. We'll talk about that. So like lots of clarity, so much clarity. Yeah, I mean, like it sounds like it all came in at once in terms of clarity, but it's been evolving over time, you know. And certainly, I've just been like waiting for the downloads to come and Mm -hmm. my or energy to reorganize and. I'm only doing things that I feel totally in alignment with, which is really amazing. I mean, I've always, again, I always thought I was in alignment until right. I had this new alignment. And now it's right. like, holy crap. It's like up leveling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this was an isolated experience within this seven day period. And so I had other meditations that were absolutely incredible. The first three days were really heightened, intense. Like, after every meditation, everybody talks to each other. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this, that, and the other thing happened. And some people were like, nothing happened for me. I'm like, listen, it's something happened for you. Like I just, I'm good at stopping the real and seeing it and listening and paying attention and I'm used to it. It was definitely really cool stuff that was happening for the first three days. And then I sort of had a lull like for like 24 hours where I felt like, oh, did I lose touch with whatever was happening? And then I moved into like the two most incredible experiences other than the worthiness. <laughs> One of them was the 4 a.m. meditations. So every day I was waking up like basically an hour and a half before because I like to have my coffee. I like to take in the day and like think about the day before and process and all that. 4 a.m. he has you there so that your brain is soaked with melatonin. Apparently that helps you to connect with the other side a lot easier. For me, I felt like so it was a I think it was a five hour meditation. I think we had like four hours, 45 minutes or it was in, it was insane. Yeah. Cause Wait, we went from four three people that don't know Joe Dispenza and the meditations. And I have questions about it too. He's up on stage and he's guiding you through this. Right. For the that whole four hours. Yes. Yes. For that many hours, he is up there and he is talking to you and you're like, he does allow you to lay there for a little bit where he's not talking. You can fall asleep if you want for that 4 a.m. one. There was one time where I was falling asleep and he was like, okay, get up and get into your chair again. Like, and I was like, no, <laughs> because it just hurts so bad. So like I sat like, cause I, my brain is soaked with melatonin. Like my body is so relaxed. Like yeah. I was so into it. And it was like when you're falling asleep. And then I was like, no, I'm here. And he says, you can go to sleep. Obviously he's not making you do anything, but I'm like, no, I'm here to experience the Joe Dispenza as it yeah. is supposed to be. I sit up though one time and all these visions started coming to me. They were like crazy. First, it started out as like DNA, like digitally moving around in front of my vision. And then it was like just energy. And then it was at some point like a skeleton walked by. It was very, that was weird. I was like, what the hell is that? Then I was seeing some woman being her hair being washed. I was like, wow, this is weird. And then he was like, okay, get in your chair. And I was like, oh my God, again. <laughs> so I felt like the 4 a.m. meditation, nothing really truly happened the way that I thought it was going to happen, but it did. And so what happened was three hours later, I'm sitting in my chair 
and I'm watching the presentation and I'm channeling all this energy because I'm talking to this guy, like I'm energetically interacting with this guy. Like I got a message from his mother or grandmother or whatever. And a guy that's attending the conference. Yeah. That I had actually met earlier. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, you know, I was trying to pay attention to the presentation that Joe Dispenza was giving, which was on how your gut microbiome changes from doing the meditations and things like that from the one week retreat. And so I'm listening and I'm trying to absorb the information and his grandmother is coming through and like nudging me constantly. I'm like, listen, I'm like, this is really weird. Cause like, I h- hardly know you. I like, I just met you, <laughs> but I need to give you this information so I can like focus. And so it opened up a whole conversation. So I was like trying to pay attention to both. I'm basically channeling tons of energy and information. I had just had that crazy healing. And then all of a sudden I got super like hot and nauseous and I'm like, I'm going to throw up. So I like quickly stand up because I hate throwing up. I walk out and I go to the bathroom and I puked. It was crazy. So I'm like sitting there. I I sat down on the toilet and nobody heard me. Thank God. I was so embarrassed as I shouldn't be, but like whatever. I'm sitting there and I like have my hands in my, my, my face in my hands. And I'm like, what just happened? And I heard too much light, (laughs) like too much light had been brought into my vessel and like was shooting out shit basically. Yeah. And that's what caused me to throw up. So I'm like, okay, so I I don't think I'm sick, but like, I'm going to like go upstairs and just recover. So I go in and get my bag and I go lay down upstairs. I'm laying there. Oh, I tell Fen, I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, you might have to come pick me up. This is on Thursday of the retreat. And I'm like, this is going to suck. Like if I miss the rest of this. Anyway, so I lay there and all of a sudden, I so I fall asleep. And then all of a sudden I wake up and my body is vibrating so much. Like I I am not sure if the bed is moving and basically the whole room is moving or I'm moving. And I'm not sure if I'm actually like floating or like hovering or laying on the bed. Like I'm this. So I wake up to this and I'm like, holy shit. And my ankles were hurting for some reason, which when I'm in the ice bath, my ankles tend to hurt and then it goes away after a while. But anyway, so I thought that was interesting, but I'm like, am I dying? Do I have the flu or am I fine? (laughs) What is going on? So then I'm like, you know what? Best thing to do, integrate, go to sleep. So I went right back to sleep and then I woke up and I was fine. I checked in with myself. I was like, should I go back downstairs? And it was like, absolutely. You're going to be like elated that you go downstairs. I pull myself together. So like maybe like three hours later, I go down or two hours or something. I go downstairs and I was like, hey guys, what did I miss? And they were like, oh, <laughs> Joe was saying how you can get like dispense a flu. And <laughs> yeah, I know. I, meanwhile, I was like experiencing that right. at, in the moment, which was crazy. So I was like, cool. I think I just had that. I think I'm Okay. And they were like, wow, that's crazy. Also at that time, I was asking for my food allergies to go away. Like, so I'm channeling all this energy (laughs) throw up and he's talking about the microbiome changing. So that was crazy. So then we go back in and he's doing a lecture and he's like, tomorrow we're going to do the body electric and your body's going to start vibrating. (laughs) He's like, this is what you're going to look like. And he put like, he put a video up of like the sand or sugar or whatever you want to call it on a, a plate where they turn the sound on and it starts vibrating. He's like, you won't be able to know, like every single cell is going to be vibrating in your whole body. And I was like, I, I just had that happen. Yeah. It was nuts. So for me, that was really crazy. I knew I had gotten like these major downloads and yeah. upgrades. And also I definitely don't have a rice allergy anymore, which I used to have, which was really cool. And I have not tested the gluten allergy. I just don't even want to go there. Plus we were traveling and stuff. I'm like still cleaning out my body from like traveling. And so then the next day I had another experience. I think that was with the body electric where it was like an NDE. Wow. So I can't wait to tell you about that. about that? Yeah. Anything NDE, I'm so fascinated. I'm reading a book about life between lives. Yeah. From Jennifer Catlin. Like do you, was that one? Yes. She talked about that. I am fascinated by all of that. I love NDEs. So can we just talk about that first? Yeah. So this was probably the most transformative experience of my life. And here's why. I met God. I mean, I'm no joke. Like I, what would be considered God? Like I, I mean, I'm getting choked up. I even think about it. 
so there's a line that he says is he says like let the doors of dimension open to you and i was like all right i'm just gonna go with the literal explanation of that i'm just gonna open a door and i open the door and on the other side is god like the energy of God. Like I didn't yeah. like see, you know, you felt and, it like what, what, what made that's you what I want to tell you. It's like, yeah. so I was immediately embraced. Like I mm, immediately like was love. hugged. Yeah. Like loved, hugged and held for like a good five minutes. And I cried mm. and cried and cried. It was so beautiful. I couldn't believe what I was experiencing. And then after like five minutes or so, God stepped aside and it was my angel team and it was like six of them there that received me. And then they gave me love and they like kept saying how proud of me that they were. And it was unbelievable. So I stayed there probably like five. I mean, you don't know what time is there. It's like, who freaking knows? I'm in this embrace of with all six of them. And I just, I'm like, I can tell I'm getting a healing and I'm just crying again. And then they step aside and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I yeah, was like, what's next? What's that? That's exactly what I said. I was like, what, <laughs> what is else next? is possible? Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I saw my grandmothers <gasps> and I was, I didn't really know them that well. Like my one grandmother passed when I was two and the other one, maybe when I was eight. Mm -hmm. And I didn't spend a lot of time with either one of them. I, it was so cool. And it felt it was so healing to like meet the people who made me like, even though they were my grandparents, like it was my mm -hmm. heritage, my lineage. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, wow, there really was a missing piece for me in my energy, in my life, in myself, in meeting them in this way. And it was as if I was an adult meeting them. It felt very real. I was kind of surprised by one of them. I felt like I would have been really embraced by one of them. And it was kind of just like, hi, it's nice to see you. <laughs> Very cordial. And I was kind of, okay. But the other one, I was expecting for it to not go as well. And it was overwhelmingly beautiful. I just got this huge embrace. And she was also like, I'm so proud of you. The work that you do on this planet is just incredible. And I won't say what else she said, because I don't want to make piss anybody off in my family, but whatever. So she <laughs> says a really favorite. nice. You're the best. <laughs> she said she just was very proud of me. And uh, that was so good to get that love mm -hmm. and that meet them. And then I was like, what else is next? So then I move on and I and they said, we'd like you to meet your brother and sister and I was like, what? I like, that didn't make sense. And then I was like, oh, that's right. My mom had miscarriages. So I immediately start crying. I know I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, you're so beautiful. First I met my brother and I was like, oh my gosh, you're just like both of my brothers and like a combination of them. And I couldn't believe it. And like, it was so healing. Are you just truth. speaking like, are you hearing words or is it like just telepathic like information? It's telepathic information. Yeah, yeah. I'm quiet. I'm just laying there like experiencing the whole thing. And you're so, seeing them? You like you see Yeah, I saw them. Like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. do they look they were miscarriages, so they never were born. So what so, form did so they have? one two of them were born. Okay. But they were one was a stillborn and the other one lived for three days. And then the other one was just an energy, it was just a single dot like floating. They were like, that's your other sibling, but like, you can't really interact with it. And so like it was- that were born babies or were they- Yes, they were babies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like what they would have grown into had they mm -hmm. decided to incarnate. Okay. And then, so I'm like, this is so incredible and so healing. And I like was blown away. I mean, I'm not expecting any of this. I'm like, so is there any anything else? Like, I'm like thinking the, the meditation has got to be ending soon. This has been a while. I've been up here and they step aside. I don't even know if I can say this. It was so healing. Mm. It was the daughter that I couldn't have that kept visiting me. And she was like 17. So it's like what she would have grown up to be. And I just didn't know that I needed that kind of healing to that degree. And I just kept telling her that I was sorry over and over again. And she just kept saying, it's okay. I know you tried. And she just, she was, she had, it was really cool. She had very cool energy. Like she just, she looked like Aiden, but like more obviously feminine. And she actually looked a little bit, she reminded me of like Fen when she was younger, she had very thick hair, long blonde. She almost had a surfer vibe, but almost like irritated with life, but also like super kind and friendly. <laughs> like it was really weird. 
and she just kept holding me and I kept holding her. We're there like for a long time. And I'm like, I'm sure this meditation is going to be over. I don't want to go though. And she Mm. was like, she's like, you don't have to go yet. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I just stayed there just crying and getting a healing. And then all of a sudden she goes, it's time for me to go. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I bet you this is like the end of the meditation. So I come out of the meditation. Like I, so all of a sudden he says, okay, come back to me. That's what he says at the end. And and it was like within she's gone. I'm standing there being like, what just happened? And he's like, okay, come back to me. And I'm like, how did she know? I mean, obviously I know how she knew, (laughs) but like, it's it's incredible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was so awesome to me, all of them. Wow. That's incredible. That that was just one meditation. Jeez. Yeah. Crap. Oh, I can't get over that. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you got that experience, Amy, especially with your the little girl soul. Yeah. I know. I can imagine how healing that is because I know that. Yeah. I felt like I could like finally that. close that chapter, yeah. you know, of my life. Yeah. Um, what a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There was one other funny kind of uh, meditation that I could tell you about. Wait, before you go into that, so sure. was this meditation you were doing, do you know what, was that the one you were talking about, the vibrational one? Yes. What spirit did for me was moved up <laughs> what, what I was going to be learning so I could have that experience yeah. Wow. Um, and probably had to do some upgrades in order for me to experience it the way wow. that I did. You would think that meeting God would have been plenty. It was. I mean, obviously, like uh, the universal energy, like it was the most beautiful. Like you, I know what people, I call it my NDE because I didn't die, but like that's what they probably experienced right. based on what I've seen and yes. heard and things like that. And then it was like to see the angel team. Then my fit, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Like it was incredible. I couldn't have designed it that way. You know, I wouldn't even yeah. have known to ask for those things. Right. That is like more than you ever would ask for. It is. I it, Totally. I wouldn't have yeah. thought of it. You surrender to it all. Like that's, those are the kinds of things that come. And there was awesome. a funny moment where, you know, in one of the other meditations where he's like, okay, set your intention for the meditation, come up with three things. I think it was just freedom and awe. Oh yeah. And then experience it. <laughs> and so I, was, I went into the meditation and I'm like, okay, I'm looking for freedom and awe. And then I was like, laying there and nothing was happening. I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) Uh, This was earlier in the week. And I'm like, I'm getting bored here. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start forgiving people. I felt like it just popped into my head to do. And I'm like, you know what? I forgive people all the time, but I felt like even if I've forgiven them, I'm going to forgive them again. And I'm even going to forgive like people who litter, people in the military and what they might have done. And I'm going to forgive all these random things, like how we've treated planet Earth or whatever. Like it's not like just my personal relationship is what I'm saying. And so like I'm laying there and as I keep doing this, I start feeling like an expansion happening with me. So like I'm getting more and more into it. I'm like, this is really great. I love this. This feels great. And then I'm like, wow, I feel really free right now. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Like, that's what I asked for. And then I was like, oh, now I'm in awe of myself. (laughs) I'm experiencing it. So it was like pretty amazing how things kept working out like that. I mean, it really is a mystical experience of a week. And the people you meet are incredible. You have good food there. If anybody out there is worried about that, I was able to eat. They have gluten-free options, lots of salads, meat, that kind of stuff. If you're really, really picky, you might have trouble, but I enjoyed it all week. In fact, I feel like nothing bothered me that week. I was so high vibrational that I didn't feel like anything could get me down. Mm -hmm. In fact, halfway through the week, I found like this chocolate brownie thing that they had. And I was like, that was really good. And I'm like, I don't even care if it has rice or anything in it. It was gluten-free. It was, it was labeled that, but I'm like, right, I don't but the care. problem is with the rice allergy or sensitivity, a lot of things that are gluten-free have rice in it. Most of the time they do. Yeah. yeah. Or Corn free. or like tapioca or cassava. Yeah. So there's lots of options that they use, but like most of the time it's white or brown rice. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately that makes me feel like I have a sore throat, that I'm coming down with a cold, I get mm. mucusy, or at least that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have a problem, which I'm grateful for. You ate the brownie and you were fine. Yeah. A couple of times when you thought you were getting sick, like you're like, am I getting sick? I was like, how could there be any viruses or anything that that? Okay. So now you bring up a really good point. So a couple of amazing things happen. Okay. So other than my own personal experiences, 
He talked about his research where they took a very well-known virus and exposed it to people who meditated, like in a laboratory setting, the cells to the virus that were long-term meditators, and it could not get into the cell. Mm. Now, this same virus that we all are kind of familiar with, when it first came out, I was told from Spirit, if you keep your vibe high and you stay positive, it can't get in. And so apparently what happens is if you're a long-term meditator and also you become a long-term meditator, if you go to a seven day event, because your brain changes that much, mm-hmm. they've mapped it out. It cuts off its entry piece or whatever. So like when you're a long-term meditator, you have this extra serpent something 5A or whatever, and it cuts it off. So the research he's doing is really amazing, but here's what happened in front of my very own eyes. Okay. So I I got rid of my rice allergy and I'm super grateful for that. And like probably had some other upgrades and things like that, but there were people, seven people got out of their wheelchairs and walked. And I witnessed one of them do that personally with my own eyes. I saw another woman. I didn't see her get out of the wheelchair, but I saw her jumping up and down the aisle saying my legs work. Yeah. And then I saw her walking the rest of the retreat. And the other guy was in and out of his wheelchair the rest of the retreat. And I think actually he wound up walking by the end. Oh my gosh. I don't know who the other five people were. Another woman, she was incredible. So she showed up with trigeminal nerve pain in her face, which is like one of the worst pains you can have in your face or in your whole body. They call it like a a widow maker or suicide or People just so much can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You want to end your life. So she was taking a lot of medications and they weren't working. They just like stopped working. So she decided to start doing Joe Spenza's meditations and started in like March or something like that. I went in July and she got her sister to start doing with her who had cancer in her body. The two of them start doing the meditations and she tells her sister, I'm going to be on stage saying I healed myself. She, this woman can hardly talk. So she shows up in July at the retreat. And she said it took two hours for her to eat a salad because her jaw was so locked Mm -hmm. that like she couldn't even open and close it to chew it. And she would talk to people through her teeth. Mm -hmm. She said that she went up to one of the long-term meditators because they have people there who have experienced the retreats to help you and guide you if you need help. So the woman said who had the, the, was talking through her teeth. She said, I need a healing. I can't keep going on like this or whatever. And the woman says, maybe you should heal your throat chakra, but said it like through her teeth back to her. And so this woman was one of the people who we heard scream in the meditation. Anyway, the last day she was on stage talking (laughs) to everybody fluidly. And she was talking about her fear of public speaking as well. (laughs) And he was like trying to get her off the stage jokingly, Uh jokingly, but she was up there for like 25 minutes. Anyway, her sister also went for scans and doesn't have the C throughout her body. She actually had healed herself by doing the meditations and then had gone for a scan right before they went. Wow. Yeah. Those instantaneous healings are phenomenal. And yeah, I've I wanted to actually basically have explain a, that you're in groups, right? And this is what I've heard. You're in groups and you have a heal, healy and healers, right? Yes. So like you're make a circle around the person that wants the healing and what is going on with that? Are you, is there other forces that you're kind of channeling? For sure. You're channeling love. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about energy healing is like, there really isn't much difference between a mother who runs over to her child that's just hurt her themselves or mm-hmm. and putting their hand on the boo-boo or kissing it or just hugging mm-hmm. the kid. That is energy healing. When you're a healer, you're just you have your hands out and you're just channeling love from your heart. And he's also talking you through, like he has a whole specific meditation that you do. From what I saw and what I experienced was that was also really incredible watching the healing happen for these people. Like one time I saw the whole like digital electrical signature lift off her and go up a tube that like was being created. The tube was being created by us. And it was, I was like, why is there this tube that's developing? Like, it's like, it was just getting wider and stronger. And then all of a sudden it was like, and it went up. Like I, so I don't know. Bank deposit. Yeah. The, like the, the old school. Yeah, yeah. The teller. I don't know. Do they still do that? I guess they do. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah. I've drive through bank for years. Yeah. So it was like that. So that was cool. And what else? Oh, I wanted to work on a kid, but you can't really pick who you work on. And I wound up working on a kid at the very end. The um, kid? 
or a uh, kid or there was a lot of there a was kid? actually I, I wanted to work on one of the kids so there was uh-huh. a bunch of kids that well like five of them or six mm-hmm. and they all have different things and this one I also said I wanted to be a part of research and he was a part of research so that was cool I didn't know he was a kid because he was under a blanket so you couldn't see him because he was scared And then at the end, when the meditation was over, he came out of the blanket and he thanked all of us. He was probably Mm. like seven. Yeah. And there was even littler kids. The parents just bring them to get healed. Yeah. Some people run into these blocks where they, nothing's working. Right. And they'll try anything and sometimes it really works. Wow. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I met amazing people. His music. I mean, so I I oh, wish yeah. that I could share his music with you all, but I'm not allowed to. Like it, you have to go to the retreat and do the walk. Oh, I didn't even tell you about the walking meditations. So that's the music that I'm talking about. Is like there's walking meditations, and you have to. He has certain music that you listen to during the walking meditation, and it's live. So no, so we're at, we go outside, and it was like no matter the weather, you go outside. Like if it was lightning out, like close lightning, we would have had to go inside. Yeah, but like it was so strange. Like the whole week we were there, it was the first week of July, and th- it was cold in Colorado. It was like fifty degrees and raining. Very weird. Normally it's like a hundred degrees and dry. Sometimes in July we get like monsoons in the afternoon or whatever, or like a lot of rain. So weird. But each morning, and also there was a lot of lightning at night and, and sometimes in the morning. And I'm afraid of lightning. <laughs> mm. I, I mean, I can handle it if I'm inside, it's fine. But I just know I'm highly electrical. So like yeah. if somebody was going to get struck by lightning, it would probably be me. I'd wake up and I would be like, please don't be any lightning. And it moved out most of the time. Sometimes it was just like a drizzle, but it was cold. It was weird. So anyway, so you're out there. It's so funny. It, some, If you're lucky, you'll be able to find it on TikTok, but like there's videos of people in their hotel rooms, like looking outside and it looks like an apocalypse is like about to happen. Like looks like a bunch of zombies are out there because we all have music on. We're in all random directions and we're just standing there. And then all of a sudden randomly, we'll just like start booking it, like walking pretty fast. And we're listening to him tell us like, okay, like walk into your new life and come it and become more of it and less of you. All these things he's saying to us. Anyway, it's awesome. Feel it. Uh, what will you feel, feel it like when you're in yeah, there? Yes. I know. Feel I, it. I know. And he um, also speaks, at least I've done a couple of his meditations. He sounds like he's almost like God talking to you. Is that how he sounds? Yeah. And, like- and now he's partnered up with, I'm forgetting his name, but he's like a Hollywood orchestra guy. Yeah. I want to say his name is like Barry or something like that. And the music is epic. Like that's behind what he's saying. It's so incredible. And that's why. So the, the one, if you've been to one of his, meditations or retreats. My favorite is number six, which is the invocation and evocation and invocation. Holy moly. I've listened to that probably like two, 300 times since I came back. And sometimes I do when I'm in the ice bath, like, because the things that he says is like, how will you live? How will you give? How will you serve? How will you love? Like just amazing things. Like how much do you want it? Come on. Like he will, he's like your coach, but also so loving and so poignant. And like, like right before I got on the call with you, I was listening to it and he's like, the divine lives in you. And like, that's why I said it to you because like the way that he says it is just, he's got this epic music behind it. And it's like, yeah, the divine lives in you. So I go around the house and I'll say like, feel it. (laughs) Just like, yeah. And Aiden, Aiden will say it back. When we were camping, I was like, be overjoyed by it. And he was like, be overjoyed by it. <laughs> he wants to go to the meditations. I think I'm going to wait till he's a little older because of the sounds and things that people yeah. release. And it is a lot. I mean, let me tell you, it felt like a marathon. Some, but some people, we ran into people who had been there 21 times in the last three years multiple times. People would meet me and be like, oh, this is your first one. That's so great. Like you get to experience it for the first yeah. time. Like I remember when that happened and they're on their fifth or sixth or whatever. I, I met one lady who was like, yeah, when I showed up, I was just a hippie with a prayer <laughs> for my business. And she's like, I quickly be- made a million dollars in the first year. The other guy that I met, he was a pianist and he was like, I couldn't book more than 10 gigs a year. He's like, in the first month I booked 50. 
<laughs> yeah. So like, it's like no joke, like super transformative. The interesting thing that I saw also was there's this energy that can run through some people and they start shaking in uncontrollable ways, which I've seen that happen with people that I've worked on. Like they've almost kicked me in the face or like slapped me by accident because their mm-hmm. arms just jump. And I also, you know, you've seen me like twitch and move and things like that. So there are some violent kind of moves that like can happen if you really surrender. It's pretty interesting to watch. He actually invited eight people onto the stage so you could see he played the music, the meditation music, and was doing the spoken word part. And these people were like, totally went into like some sort of trance. It was amazing. It was ridiculous. So anyway, (laughs) very cool experience. Wow. I cannot wait to go. Yeah. And there's a follow-up, which is nice. So I can kind of keep the ball rolling if I want to, you know. So which is the retreat you did? What is it called? The advanced retreat. Okay. Yeah. And then the follow-up is what? It's only like four days, I think, three days of solid meditation. And it's and he says you go a lot faster and you go a lot deeper and a lot quicker. <laughs> Hard to imagine. Hard to imagine. I know. I mean, when he said 35 hours, I was almost like, I think I need to go. (laughs) I don't think I could do this. Which Um, is really crazy because you used to meditate for like two hours a day. Yeah. I mean, I've meditated for five hours in a day. I've never meditated that long. The longest I've ever meditated is probably like 40, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. His shortest meditation is going to be like an hour and 45. Yeah. Like in person. And, and it goes you, by fast. Like, so that was does. the thing that, yeah. So he, we came out of the meditation of the 4 a.m. meditation and he was like, it's now nine o'clock or something like that, or eight forty-five or something. And we were all like, what? <laughs> it was like, felt maybe three hours. I mean, it's hard to tell when it starts to get up there's there. There's no like, time and space. Yeah. Become no one, no thing. Mm-hmm. Super. I cool. had so many questions as you were talking about it. And now I'm just blank. <laughs> That's okay. What, so That's what amazing. I wanted to tell everybody about is moving forward, I am starting a Patreon so they can help support the content that I'm creating, whether mm-hmm. it's the podcast or on TikTok. Those are the places that I'm going to be focusing. I'm going to be posting on Patreon. I'm going to be posting on TikTok. I find that, I, first of all, I enjoy TikTok and all the ways that I can create on there, as well as Patreon. Like My problem with Facebook and Instagram and I might still have some content, not much mm-hmm. on there is that it just doesn't get in front of people's eyes. Like I've been censored for a long time. The content just doesn't get there. I mm-hmm. I just know. So Patreon, when I post, you see it. So like, you'll know, like when I get like a new CGM, like the, the latest CGM, I mean, I've been going nuts or butts over the summer. I mean, I <laughs> like, I've been doing ice baths. I've been tracking my blood sugar. I got the latest CGM, which is the Libre three, which is the best one. I highly recommend. I I got it at Costco. Now <laughs> like I was able to get my own prescription from a doctor. It's amazing because I was able to go from like these Rocky mountain sort of on the app to mm. rolling Hills to a gravel road now. Yeah. And, and my we're talking about continuous just, glucose monitoring. Yeah. CGM. We're talking about, yeah, the CGM mm. is the continuous glucose monitor. So it's like, I'm yeah. always doing stuff to improve mm-hmm. myself. Even my ice bath, like I've, since you were even visited, like I wound up cutting off. I, did I show you, did I take a picture? And send mm-hmm. it to you? I didn't see it. Yeah. So I just cut out a piece of it and I, I pushed it over. And oh, so yeah, like, you made it I modified. into the, yeah. you did send me the picture. Yes. Yeah. Amy's I went, super handy and she's very creative and has a beautiful back patio. It's very Zen and just beautiful. And you've built the whole thing and designed it. It's awesome. Yeah. Basically yeah. over time, little by little, I've added things, but you know, like I am, I just have like that go getter attitude. Like Fen was like, the bath is just a little too big. Like I want a little bit more space so I can put my chair in the sun and not feel like I'm out near our neighbors. So I was like, okay, great. I will go get that. It's called a sawzall and it is like willy nilly. <laughs> just cut anything down. And so I was really petrified to use it, but I like got real centered and I prayed and (laughs) asked my angels and everybody to help me out. So I like, I cut it and I put, moved it over and she loves it. Like she's so happy that it's over and it looks good there, but you know, I'm always looking for the upgrades. I'm like researching chillers. I found out if you put Epsom salt, like you can lower the temperature faster and get it really low. What temperature do you like the water at? Yeah. So that was another thing I was going to say is like, so as I keep doing them, the ice baths, 
the amount of time that I'm in there is getting shorter because I'm getting colder sooner, which is what you want. You want your body to be like, oh, this is what we're doing and adapt. So like my body will start to lower my body temperature to like preserve energy and all that. And you wind up losing a lot of heat. So you burn a lot of calories. But anyway, my thyroid is working because it's like, hey, this is what we're doing. So I went from like doing nine, 10, 11 minutes. Now I do about four or five minutes. So I allow my body to feel the chill, but not get too cold. I love it for clearing energy. I just always have to say that. But this summer has been kind of hard to get it as cold as I want it. So I prefer like a 44 and lower, 44 degrees and lower. But like mm-hmm. I was able to get it to like 44, like a couple of times, sometimes mm-hmm. 45, sometimes 48, 49. I always do it less than 50. I just kind of feel like if I'm going to put the effort in, I'm going to make it right. lower. Because then right. it, the warmer it is, the longer you can stay in it, which I could do. But That's the benefits the are th- 11 minutes, three times a week, I believe. And it has to be below 60 degrees. Okay. But for me, I always ask my body, like, what do you want to handle right now? Like, what is best for me? Thankfully, it's very clear. It's like four minutes, 20 seconds or five minutes, 35 <laughs> seconds. And I will watch the timer and I will get out right when it says the time that my body said. Wow. Because the temperature always changes. I have a question. So when you met your angels, had you ever, you have a relationship with them? I know you have a relationship with them, but like, have you had experiences with them before? It was the first time that I met them all together. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely, they're, <laughs> they're like, yes, we've met you. <laughs> right. Like I just checked in with them. Like you guys are the same ones that I've met. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, they are. So like I've talked about like I, how I had. I was sick one time and I asked for an angel to come to my bedside and like watch over me and take care of me. And that was one of the angels. Every time I do a podcast, every time I do a healing, like they're, they're in here um, right now and they're assisting everything that I'm doing on this planet. I love that. (laughs) Amy, it was incredible. I truly hope that everyone can have such a transformative experience at Joe Dispenza's retreats. Me too. I want to go I, with I like did not 10, think pe- I was- 10 of my closest friends that all would love and benefit from going. I think everybody would benefit from going, but. For sure. When I was there, there were people who had never meditated before, like never. Mm. And were just getting introduced to this stuff. And they sort of just like dabbled in the week because mm-hmm. it was a lot to take in. So like me being advanced meditator and advanced into this stuff and like just being who I am, I showed up 100%. I was able to have really incredible experiences, right? Because I I was all in and I have done the work to get there. I think people had their own experiences. And I do believe that I went when it was the right time mm-hmm. because like I kind of, same thing with ice baths. I had talked about it with you for a long time. Like I was, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do them. And then eventually I finally did them. And then I just became obsessed with them. And mm-hmm. it's been a really integral part of my journey right now for my transformation same thing with the C- finding the CGMs, the continuous glucose monitors. Mm-hmm. They have been really helpful and just like really fine tuning and tweaking my energy yeah. and getting me to that next level. And just all of this together has really got me to a point where I'm like, I have so much to offer at, at all the time. I always have something to talk about. <laughs> Fen, yeah. Fen always says there's never a lack of content with you. There um, isn't. But I was thinking about that at dinner when we were there. I just sit there and can ask, I just want to ask you a million questions. That's what I always like to do. And I, I said to Karina, I'm like, I'm sorry, we kind of like took over the whole conversation. She was like, I was fascinated by it all. But like, even I know I, they left kinda... and I was like, I didn't even hear much about them. I know. <laughs> like they were, I mean, I did hear a few things, but like, I definitely was like, man, I wish I I had her, I, they had stayed a little bit longer and I could next time to, next they time. loved it. I mean, they're they, so sweet. They're into all of this. They, yeah. they loved hearing everything we had to say. Yeah. It was amazing. And we, I've never seen an owl that close before. How cool is that? And her card has that same owl, her card or like her. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I told you she's card. an, Karina is a very talented artist and in the house that we were staying at in Netherlands, they have, she has an owl that she painted and it's like, the wings are spread out and it's kind of looks like it's going to fly into you. And so it's amazing. And I'm, I was, I'm called to it. I was like, I am going to have a piece, this piece or a piece like that in my home of yours. It's amazing. And then we're at your house and we're eating dinner at the table inside and Louie, you were Finn. 
no, Louie needed to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, oh, so I go out there and I let Louie out and he likes to sniff the flowers and just like have a grand old time out there. I'm like, excuse me, but I would like to eat dinner. So I'm trying to get him in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, the owl's out there. Like I really got to get him in. You like looked up there, like the house kind of behind your house, it's sitting Mm -hmm. on the top and it's dusk. So you just see kind of the silhouette maybe a little bit more of this owl sitting there. And I was like, oh, an owl? I want to go see an owl. So me, Karina, and Lee walk out there and we're just looking at it. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if the owl just like flies over? And I did the whole picture, like like your art piece of art, like just flies over us. She's like, let's will it. So we all sat there and we're like, okay, let's will it over here. And we both kind of said, do it in pictures. Because I remember hearing on one of your podcasts from the animal communicator, like if you want to- Dana Myers. Yeah. You telepathically like send pictures to your animals. So we're like, send pictures. So we're sending pictures of the owl flying over us. And we, it's probably like a 30 seconds to a minute. We're kind of like, who knows if it's going to happen. And we start to turn around to go home. And all of a sudden we see it like come up and start flapping its wings. And it literally went right over us. And we were all like, I hadn't, I know they came running in and I was like, that is adorable. <laughs> um, was- I had not seen the owl in months. That was the first time that we had seen it. Either one of us, I haven't seen it since. It was magical. It was it, definitely yeah. supposed to happen. You it could definitely really cool. tell all of you guys knew it was magical. Oh, yeah. That was cool. It was so magical. We were so pumped. And I keep on thinking about it. It's amazing. How are you doing with everything that you're up to these days? I'm great. We moved out of our house that we set up as launch as an Airbnb. It's doing really well. It's been out there for, I think, seven weeks. And we've got lots of bookings and oh, very happy. It's beautiful. Very happy guests. Thank you so much. So we're really happy we're running a house closer into Asheville. Very different. And we're enjoying it. And this year, I'm really working at least for the next six months to just be and enjoy this time because I've been working and doing and doing and doing and doing Mm. so much. And I'm open to taking on new clients as life coach, but I'm really just being diligent and having things come easy and not being more in my feminine energy versus my masculine of doing energy and working hard for it. So I'm doing great. And yeah, just continuing to to grow, read. I'm very into, I said, told you like this life between lives and NDEs. And I'm very fascinated on like what happens after death, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. I think it's also to help me fear it less. I don't have a fear of death really necessarily, but I think the more I understand it, I think the more at ease with it. And I'm going to do a hypnosis session with Jen Catlin, who you interviewed and I listened to for the first time when you were replaying some of your episodes this summer. And I was fascinated by that. So I'm just continuing to uh, see what comes and continue to be guided to my purpose and what's next. So I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. You're going to get a cool healing with Jennifer. I did one about a year ago and that was also very transformative. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I'm all in. I don't do this all the time. I do a lot of my own inner work privately. Yeah. I've always been interested in energy. I know I'm meant to learn more about energy. I've taken a couple courses. I'm taking my second course on energy healing and I'm really not sure what the future looks like and I'm open to it all. Me too. I feel like that's a lot of people right now. It's the Mm -hmm. energy on the planet is just a lot of shifting and changing and definitely been matching into that energy. And that's why moving forward, I need there to be one, a community that I can connect with because I've been telling you forever. Like I tried wisdom and that just wasn't it. Like it just wasn't working the way that I Mm -hmm. wanted it to work. This is where I can actually do videos. I could do memes. I could share articles, like all kinds of stuff I can share, as well as do live feeds and meet with people on Fridays. But there needs to be more of a balance. So like, I'm very grateful for the experiences that I have. And part of my mission on this planet is because I've had those experiences I should share them, right? Like, because it helps people connect to their own divinity and their own mystical experiences and to recognize them when they come along and to how to tune into them, be them uh, and become them. (laughs) I got so focused on just sharing that I forgot to be on the receiving end. And I need that more, a lot more. Mm. I wanted to give people an opportunity to be a part of a community as well as support me in my creation of things and sharing Mm. of things. Because it, it is hard when you're always constantly creating and you don't know where it's landing or how it's landing yeah. or things like that. Yeah. So. We were talking about that. And I was saying that like with life coaching, when I coach somebody and they then text me or call me and tell me like all these things they've manifested or things that are going well for them, it 
lights me up. I mean, I cry. I, my heart, it just warms my heart. It's just an overwhelming feeling of joy. And that's what I want to harness. And that's what I want to do. And I was saying to you, like, I get that, like you're talking to all these people and you can have an immense impact on them and you don't know about it. And I'm excited because I want to be part of that community and your community, because I want to be with like-minded people that are into up-leveling, growing and making the world a better place and sharing their knowledge and the love of this information and what's possible. So I'm really excited for you. Thank you. I know so, you'll continue to do amazing things. I Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I, I do believe that I will. In the back of my head, I'm like, Is, what else could I be learning? But there's always <laughs> something that comes up. And my gifts are evolving as well. And I'm up-leveling in that way as well. So it's been really cool. And I just wanted to share, like, just even yesterday, I was, I was talking with somebody who's going through a shift at work and, you know, this person's company might get bought out. And it was related to energy from when she was 17, where her school she applied to, got into, was acquired by a bigger school. Same thing happening at work. A company was going to be acquired, possibly acquired by another one. Mm -hmm. And so there was resistance. But all we had to do was go back to the original 17-year-old event where she was okay with being going to this bigger, better school and like actually had an amazing experience. So it's like, where's the resistance? It was just like wanting to be a big fish in a little pond, but it's about jumping into that new pond and be, mm -hmm. it actually is a better place to live. There's mm -hmm. more access to stuff. We could go endlessly with that, but it's amazing. It, like sometimes it's just like that little, that connection. Yeah. And uh, that's all somebody needs for me is just to be like, wait a second, hold up. I'm sensing this energy. What's this about? Let's go there. 17 yeah. years old perfect match. And you're like, wow, that's so cool that, that your energy and the divinity showed me that so we could just release it. And then she felt better. That's awesome. That actually happened to me yesterday. I go to some energy healers here that do a different type of energy healing just with their hands. You lay on the table. It's pretty cool. Weird stuff happens. You make weird sounds releasing mm -hmm. stuff like that. And what came up for me was that I'm not lovable when I'm not a certain way. Like when I'm maybe not at my best, that I'm not lovable, that mm. came up to me. And she said afterwards that uh, the woman that was doing my healing, she's like, that's from when you were three or four, where you felt like you had to be a certain way for your family and show up in a certain way, or you're not going to be enough or lovable or whatever. The work we did yesterday. And then she was like, just give little Amy what she needs. Like as you would mother your child and give her some mm -hmm. love and let her know she's loved no matter what. And so I've been doing that. So it's the same thing. I mean, you're just resolving that the root of where that's coming from. It's exactly. such amazing, beautiful. And it's, and it's I'm easy. so glad that she told you to do that. That's isn't mm -hmm. that such a simple tool and technique to use to move yourself through that? Yeah. The, the person you needed when you were a kid. That's yeah. really what it it's is. like internal family systems. Oh, is that, what, Which, that where that comes know, from? Yeah, internal family systems. I mean, I don't know if they use that, but it's the inner child. The, when you say a part of me wants this, it's like this, usually something that happened between zero and seven years old, mm -hmm. that child didn't get what they wanted, or you made up a story about what happened and you're acting from it for your entire life. So if you go back to that route the first time it happened and you give the child what they needed at that time, it resolves. And so that's part of the work that I did in my coaching program. So it's familiar to me. I just, someone needed to tell me like, oh, this is something that happened earlier in your life. <laughs> this is what you need to do. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And it's amazing because Mark and I actually had, I don't want to call it an argument, but a you know, stressful situation. And, and he actually said to me, it's hard to love. I said, I, when I'm in a bad mood, I need you to like love on me or give me love. And he's kind of, it's kind of hard to love you when you're like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Ooh, that's the very thing that yeah. hit me. So mm -hmm. then when I came home, I just was in a different place. Like I was felt more congruent and aligned where I could like speak, not from that hurt person. I just, I could see it from a different direction, from a higher perspective or like a wider perspective. And so, he was matching into the energy that you, the programming that you had, that you were only right. loved when you were right. a certain way. Right. So yeah. then you change your energy and then all of a sudden you don't need his validation. You don't need his love. And then he winds up giving it to you because he's matching in. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Into the way that he wants to be yes. um, with you. So it's amazing. So cool. I'm grateful um, for this work, grateful for this knowledge, these tools. Yeah. 
life is good. I mean, we just got to keep rolling with the punches, <laughs> developing our intuition and things. And now what I was going to say is sometimes I do see that I need to go like, maybe it would be like 17, five, three, like there's specific events that helped create that. So, so it's just unwinding it is usually what I'm shown to do. This particular one, it was just 17. Yeah. Just ask, see what happens. Just ask. And then visualize a timeline. Like I literally see a line. Mm-hmm. And then I can tell on the timeline based on how old the person is, like where it is. And then I ask for that number. I hone in on where on the timeline and then I can see it's like 17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just know. Yeah. It's tuning into your, in- it's just listening to your intuition. Yeah. Tuning in. Yeah. We learned that too in NLP, mental and emotional releasing. You have a timeline and you go to the first event you ask yourself, was it this lifetime, previous lifetime or generational? And you, you just follow the answers. And resolve and go to the root of the issue and resolve it at that point. And then you're and it's really where it. like the magical things happen, right? Yeah. Like, I did not know that this person applied to a school and then it was acquired by a bigger school. So like I would never have known that right. history. I said, I see you struggling to go off to college, not wanting to go. Can you tell me more about that? And she was like, I wasn't struggling to go off to college. I'm like, no, way, but you were. And <laughs> what was that about? And then she's like, so I thought I was going to this one school, but it really turned out to this other one. And I was like, oh, you were struggling about the person you were going to become because you were going from a little fish in a big pond to a little fish in a big pond. Or, mm-hmm. or, yeah, whatever. Yes, big fish in a little pond it. to a little fish in a big pond. So it was about her becoming that new identity. It's just so magic. I mean, it's like ridiculous. I would never have known that as an analogy to move the energy. If we just ask, if we just tune in, like, and to say, where's the match for this? Like, where's the hang up? Mm-hmm. This doesn't make sense why there would be resistance right now. So right. let's find it. And one thing I want to add, because this is something that I, Mark and I have talked about a lot. You get in your head a lot, right? When you're, when you ask yourself a question and you want to say like, well, what does this bring up for me? Or what's the earliest memory I have of this? Just go with the first thing that comes to you. That's your intuition. That's what mm-hmm. your hit is. Everything that comes after is your thoughts, right? Your thinking brain. Oh, that's not right. And you start doubting it. Just go with it. Whatever comes up. Right? It's great advice. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. And then that can be your starting place. Yeah. I love you, Amy. Thank you for being I love on the show. you <laughs> so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for everything you shared today. What an amazing experience. I cannot wait to experience Joe Dispenza retreat when the timing is right. It will be. Whenever you go, it'll be the right time. It is. All right, Amy, I love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing, and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.